The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Uh, here's a question I received from Jason. Uh, see what you think. Uh, as a, I would actually like to have his wife's problem. My wife and I have been married for 19 years with four great kids. So you get the picture. It's a long-term marriage. They have four kids. It's an established marriage. And Jason continues, seven years ago, we went through a difficult time, a short two-month separation. Admittedly, our relationship has never fully recovered. Okay, there are big question marks there. Why? He said, for many years, I've been awoken in the night by my wife having some type of sexual experience in her sleep. I've tried to discuss this with her, but she is in total denial. If I wake her up, it simply leads to an argument. I generally go to another room to sleep. And my guess is you don't get much sleep, Jason. Is this a sign of an affair? Should I accept this as normal behavior? Should I try to prove to her what she's doing? I don't know, video it. I'm concerned that the wounds are still so deep that I've been replaced. Okay, what do you do about this? Well, you've got a few questions here. Uh, have you been replaced? That is the most important one. If you have been replaced, you know, people can be in a very long-term marriage and not have a marriage, an emotional connection. So they can be married for 50 years. They can go out and invite all the family and friends to celebrate their 50th anniversary. But they know they don't care for each other. There's a coldness, there's an emotional distance, and they may fake it in front of other people's, that people. That is not romance. That's faked romance, if you want. But what we value in romance is that Oh, that, that squeezing of the hands, that sparkle in the eye with one another, that brushing each other's, the hair off, maybe the husband brushing the hair off the wife's face gently and caressing her, the wife just giving him a nice hug. and You know, we love that emotional intimacy, being able to feel vulnerable with one another, where we don't feel like you're going, someone's going to turn on you. So what can wound a long-term 19-year, almost 20-year marriage with four kids, what can cause wounds in that? When you feel like things have gone off track and you don't know where, what, why, or how, you don't communicate. The communication has broken down. So not only have you lost that emotional connection, but you don't have a method to fix it. You can't communicate. So what do you do? Well, you start imagining, did my wife have an affair? You know, she's having sex in her dreams, and I can hear her groaning and moaning and enjoying it. That's the part I wish I would have. I don't like having the dreams where I wake up, I know I'm having a test, and I don't know what room it's in, and I'm not prepared. I went to school for so many years that I still have those recurring dreams. I would much rather have orgasms in my sleep. But anyway, uh, apart from that, is that a sign of an affair, that she's had an affair? Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad, and then Alan will be back. Romance. I wish I knew more about what girls want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Huh. The selfish path to romance. That is interesting. Is that a sign of an affair, that she's had an affair? Well, my guess is you have a lot more evidence than just that one piece. That 
she is emotionally disconnected. Whether or not there was an affair in that two-month separation, granted it's a separation, so you're both free. If you agree to date other people, there, there may have been something there. Uh, the question is, can you open up the communication with her? Can you go to counseling together? Can you read a book? One book I've recommended is Difficult Conversations. Can you read a book that uh, would help you learn how to connect again? If she has had an affair, do some thinking in advance before you find out. Would you be willing to try to mend the relationship? Let's say during that two-month period or someplace in the marriage she had an overnight affair or a longer-term affair, sometimes the, the integrity of the relationship is absolutely shattered. Or and, and most people implode when they discover an affair. It's like, how could you do this to me? You know, I thought you were the person that I was closest to. You were supposed to be my best friend, and to be betrayed by a best friend hurts so deeply. Um, but how do you manage an affair? And there is a book, Getting Past the Affair, another book, After the Affair, that tells you how to manage the initial blow of finding out an affair, how to communicate with one another in ways that don't exacerbate things, especially if you have four kids, how to deal with it so you don't don't mess up their life their uh, mess up their lives, maybe for life. How do you set boundaries? How do you um, learn more about yourself and develop an even richer relationship and build confidence in yourself. If it's a sexual problem, you might want to read The Great Sex Secret and learn more about women so maybe you can rebuild a sexual connection with her. So I don't know if it's an affair or not. I think you guys need to communicate. It also could have been that she had a history of some sexual experiences in the past that are coming through in dreams. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. And I am Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And, of course, that means what? The rational basis of happiness, it means that when you learn to use your mind well, to understand your emotions, not to be at the mercy of them, not to be kicked and thrown about by your anger, your depression, your guilt, your anxiety, but to figure out what those negative emotions mean, whether they're reality-based, and how to... Go after your dreams, goals, reasonably with a nice action plan so that you can achieve your happiness. Your happiness in several areas, in romance maybe, in a job, a career, or maybe even finding a job with your kids, with you know having be- better relationships with your kids or uh, maybe with your in-laws or family members, with maybe having a hobby you like. Maybe you're someone that says, you know, I'm, I'm bored with what I do. You know, I've been playing tennis my whole life and I'm bored with it. I want to try something new, but I don't know what. Well, you don't want to leave it as an I don't know what. You want to be able to say, what would I enjoy? And perk up your life a bit. So think about how to perk up your life. Even if you're going through down times, it's even more important to have that life preserver of the important things in your life. For more Dr. Kenner podcast. Go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke, who's world famous for his theories in goal setting. 
Humorous repartee and good-natured teasing can be a lot of fun when partners are in sync. Never use humor in anger or as a disguised form of aggression such as sarcasm or to score points with an audience. Imagine telling an embarrassing story about your partner at a dinner party. Sometimes your partner might enjoy the story being told and sometimes not, depending on the content of the story, the audience, and your partner's psychology. Out of respect, always ask permission before you tell a funny story about your partner. Agree beforehand on what you can share in public. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.